Welcome to Urban Puritano. On today's episode, we scratch the surface on a valuable resource for family worship. The Family Worship Bible Guide, published by Reformation Heritage Books. Gird your loins and stay tuned. All Christians are urban Christians. Whether you live in Graceville, Florida, or Chicago, Illinois, the believer is on a pilgrim's journey from the city of destruction to the celestial city. As we endeavor to live unto God in this world, our faith looks for the city which is to come, whose architect and builder is the living God. You are not alone on your journey. As you travel the narrow way, know that a great cloud of witnesses went before you. Many travel alongside you, and while the Lord tarries, many will follow the same path after you. But until the heavenly city is brought to us, or we to it, one such pilgrim is your fellow traveler. He is Urban Puritano. Let's be real. Family worship is a little-known subject among evangelicals. It is more known and practiced among Dutch Reformed denominations. Anecdotally speaking, I've known and worked closely with Presbyterians in my life, and although it's a known subject, it isn't practiced as much as you may think. Same goes for Reformed Baptists. But overall, this situation is changing. As more resources are produced, family worship is having a renaissance of sorts. One reason is the decaying culture surrounding us. Christian parents are being convicted to take full advantage of their relationship with their children and lead them devotionally to attend to the voice of God as found in the scriptures, not only on the Lord's Day, but every other day too. Whereas before family worship was looked as being unnecessary or a spiritual luxury, more and more evangelicals are looking at it as indispensable in our current cultural climate. But what is meant by family worship? In essence, family worship is the daily practice of parents designating a time to lead their children to read scripture, pray, sing spiritual songs for the purpose of creating conditions conducive for robust faith and spiritual growth. I say parents because if the husband and father is not present, the mom is in charge. Then again, there are single dads too. Families are so diverse nowadays, family worship may be conducted by one parent if only one parent is believing. In any case, family worship is intended to be daily, or at least consistent. Does dad work late hours? Does mom work outside the home and coordination of schedules presents a challenge? Parents have to come to the point in their lives where they are persuaded that to prioritize their own and their children's spiritual lives, they will have to commit themselves to consistently being together to attend to their spiritual needs on a regular basis beyond the Lord's Day in the assembly of the church. What direction or help can a father obtain for family worship? 
One immensely helpful resource is a little book published by Reformation Heritage Books called The Family Worship Bible Guide. Full disclosure, Reformation Heritage Books generously provided me with a free copy of this book in a synthetic leather edition that was recently released. This episode is my honest review. I hasten to add that I bought the hardback cover edition of this book when it was first released several years ago. I even used it in adult Sunday school class and consulted it for sermon applications. To the best of my knowledge, the Family Worship Bible Guide is a section of the study notes from the Reformation Heritage King James Version Study Bible, released in 2014. Now, although I don't own that study Bible, I did buy, once it became available, the same study Bible in Spanish called Herencia Reformada. Interestingly, then, the same notes for family worship are found in the Spanish version of the study Bible, and it was especially convenient for me because I was a member of a Spanish-speaking congregation. So I have been a fan and supporter of this resource for several years. In a sense, it's like having Dr. Joel Beakey as a coach beside you, guiding you every step of the way. He tells us in the introduction, family worship will require some preparation. Let me share some bullet points. In broad strokes, such preparation includes praying for God's blessing upon family worship, having your Bibles ready, having a scripture passage pre-selected, having the catechism of your choice, or perhaps something like the Pilgrim's Progress for discussions, choice of psalms or hymns to sing, picking a place to gather like the dining room table or the living room, setting the times for family worship, guarding those times for family worship, aiming for brevity. Dr. Beakey goes on to offer deeper spiritual support for daily instruction in the Word of God, daily prayer before the throne of God, and daily singing to the praise of God. The Father has no excuses on how to implement family worship even if he adapts some of the suggestions to his circumstances. For example, some families may not be able to do family worship twice a day, as mentioned in the introduction. Fine, so do it once daily. Now, my two cents differ slightly from Dr. Beakey's suggestions, but not really. I just want to acknowledge in my experience and neck of the woods, there are a lot of single mothers fathers and grandparents, or extended family members raising kids nowadays. Ideally, this shouldn't be the case, but it is. Unfortunately, there are a lot of single mothers out there. Some are immature and say they don't need a man. These claim that they function as both mother and father by necessity. Others, who are a little wiser, recognize that they can't fill a father's shoes. This situation highlights a great need in the church today, at least in North America. It's really a symbiotic need, namely, the preaching of the word as the experimental means of grace is sorely lacking. This sort of preaching gives dry bones life, not only to individuals, but to families. 
experimental and applicatory preaching that glorifies God by opening the scriptures so that the Spirit can open the doors of the homes and produce a divine work of family reformation that will result in family worship. This may lead to apostolic prescriptions being obeyed, like the command of older, wiser ladies to help the younger ladies out. Although it is quite common to hear in contemporary preaching on the failures and sins of men in the congregations, it is almost as if addressing the unique failures and sins of women is the third rail of ministry in America. None of us is without sin. The purpose of teaching and preaching is to benefit believers and glorify God, and that will be seen and felt by men, women, and children. But not in the abstract, in the nitty-gritty of households, and it takes blood, sweat, and tears to accompany preaching and teaching. As Dr. Beakey said in the introduction, not only Abraham's faith, but his obedience as well. Along these lines, I remember teaching an adult Sunday school class a few years ago. I had my Herencia Reformada study Bible, and we were in a parallel teaching series to the preaching series. Ephesians 5 and 6 received much attention. The family worship notes came in handy for the lessons. Note number 3 on Ephesians 5 was very apt for my audience. It says, quote, Marriage exists to show the glory of Christ. It is God's display case for the beautiful relationship between Christ and the church. Husbands and wives have a high calling. Commit yourself to serve your spouse as God commands in his word, whether your marriage is sweet or sorrowful. This note should resonate with all Christian married couples. Marriage isn't always sweet. It's sometimes sorrowful. But neither the lack of sweetness or abundance of sorrow is the standard by which you measure Christian marriage. What better commendation can I give to study notes coming from a Bible like this? They are as honest as the Bible itself is. The Family Worship Bible Guide is full of experiential, applicatory insights, helpful not only for family worship, but for teaching and preaching. I wholeheartedly recommend it for your family and church. Thank you for joining us at Urban Puritano. We look forward to catching up with you on your next stop along your journey to the city prepared by God for all true believers.